Hi FM, your station of choice since 2008. Welcome, welcome to the DL Link Show where we connect you through insights, information and illumination. I'm Nikki Seberini and how are you doing? It's nine minutes past 12 o'clock. What a magnificent Thursday afternoon it is. And I just hope that you're having a great day so far. Excuse me every now and then if I have to have a bit of a sniff or a cough. You know, I have been running away from the flu and hiding desperately, but it kind of caught up for a while. So I'm going to try not to splutter and sniff. Um, it's on its way out, I'm glad to say. Um, but uh, it's certainly not going to hold me back because we have got three amazing guests in the studio today. Um, and the focus today is on mind and body. We're going to be looking at the holistic approach. We're going to be looking at, I love how our our one guest, Beatrice Brom, um, uh, talks about it when she says the mind of the body. I love that. Gabby Joseph is going to be joining us. You know, he's the, the big macher at the DL Link who everybody loves. And he's going to be talking about the importance of exercise, um, the physical aspect um, when um, going through cancer treatment. And then we're going to be starting the show. Um, she's been on the show before. She's a breast cancer warrior, but she is so incredible, Nicole Fuller who is a former triple springbok athlete, um, and uh, she is going to be sharing her story of her, of her breast cancer um, journey, um, how she overcame it, what she's doing now, and how she's now helping others um, on their journey as well. I do just want to announce that I'm going to be giving away tickets. So as we said, you know, the whole, the show is about mind body. Um, I often talk about mindfulness um, when I'm on the show and I'm going to be running a mindfulness workshop um, on Saturday, the 22nd of June. It's a four hour workshop. It's in Ramburg, Linden area. And I'm giving two DL Link warriors um, a ticket to go as a gift um, to the, the, the workshop. And I'm also giving two listeners. So so keep listening near the end of the show. I will be announcing it and you'll have an opportunity to SMS me on 34519 in the first four to SMS. Well, the two deal link warriors and then two listeners will be able to come along as my guest to the mindfulness workshop, really looking at a way of dealing with thoughts, dealing with stress, dealing um, with the up and down emotions, the overwhelm that we go through and how we bring ourselves into the present moment and deal with what what we have. The wonderful spin-offs is how we are able to manage pain in the body, how we're able to boost the immune system and also cultivate happiness and peace of mind. And it sounds just unreal. And it really, really is unreal. Um, something is this age-old practice, um, just bringing your attention to the moment um, and also meditating all these fantastic benefits. So that's going to be happening a little bit later. But I'd like to get started with our, our candidate a warrior she is a former triple springbok athlete um, with colors um, for road, track, and cross country. She's a, a multiple essay champ. She is a motivational speaker um, and also, as I said, um, helping others with her patient navigation. Nicole Fuller, welcome. Wonderful to have you again Thank on you the so show. On me, the Jane. show. So, Nicole, you know, for those people who weren't listening, so you are a fit person. You have been running. You have been Competing, you have an incredibly strong mind because to be able to do what you do, you have to have a strong mind. You have a very fit body. So, what happened? Let, let's take us briefly on that that cancer journey. 
in July, well, I, you know, I stopped competitive running quite a few years ago, but I've always continued to maintain my fitness and be involved in in athletic circles. And in July 2017, I discovered a lump in my breast, and two weeks later, I was diagnosed with breast cancer. So as you can imagine, it was very, very traumatic. And I think the big shock for me or for everybody was, you know, I'm fit, healthy. You're right. I've always had an incredibly healthy lifestyle. I never drank. I never smoked. And I still got breast cancer, mm. you know. And the big thing is breast cancer, uh, well, any ca- cancer doesn't, does not discriminate. No. Um, so, yeah, it was indescribable fear. Um, it shocks you to your very core. But I think with my very positive mindset, you know, I just I just dealt with what came along. And um, I think because of my running and because of my fitness and my exercise, I was determined to get back as quickly as possible. And I had a bilateral mastectomy with immediate reconstruction. And two weeks after my surgery, I was training on my elliptical bike again. And then five weeks post-surgery, I was, my plastic surgeon cleared me to run. Wow. And, you know, oh, let just, me, let me just yeah. rewind for a second. I mean, what was it? You talk about the shock and the horror of it. Mm-hmm. What was really, really difficult for you? Was it that I've, I'm so fit? Why? How could I get cancer? Or was it all of a sudden the realization that you had this illness, um, and it, you start to look at life. You exactly. start to look at your no, family. No, what, what, what really hit Definitely you the most. more looking at, you know, that mortality. And, yeah. and I think that was the shock. I mean, I have two young sons. So my immediate, your first reaction is, you know, am I actually going to survive? Because yeah. at that point you don't actually know, you know, you still have to have all the surgery and the diagnosis and start the treatment. So that for me was a big thing was, you know, thinking, am I going to survive? Am I going to see my boys grow up? Mm. That was, you know, hard the to deal ma- with. The, the, ma- yeah. the, the, the hardest thing. Mm. And, and telling, telling people you have cancer, you know, my mom, for me, the worst thing was to tell my mom, my boys, it was hard, but my boys were incredibly positive. But my mom, you know, I think all people panic a lot. So for me, that was the most difficult was actually telling my mom, you know, that I had breast cancer because I knew she was going to sort of freak out. And did she? <laughs> you know, and people do. Yeah, she they did. Do. She did yeah, freak. You know, yeah. people do freak out. You know, I hear from so many cancer warriors about their diagnosis and how yeah. they then worry about the people that they love, which is yeah, incredible, exactly. really. Yeah. So often, you know, you would think that you would collapse and the people around you would yeah. be there to support you. But yeah, so exactly. often, the, so often the cancer warrior is concerned about others and, and protecting others. others yeah. mm. So you were cleared after you say five? I was very lucky. I my 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 brain my cancer was contained. You know, it was just in my breast, so I had no spread to lymph nodes or anywhere else. Sure. And I had, uh, as they call it, it's, it's a hormonal cancer, endocrine cancer. So I I didn't have to have chemotherapy or radiation, for which I'm very grateful. Of course. Because that is really really you know rough. I think that was also one of my biggest fears was facing chemotherapy. But like I said, I was lucky not to have to deal with it. Mm-hmm. And now having, doing all the studying on patient navigation, and there's a lot of clinical knowledge, it, it is very daunting and scary to face chemotherapy. Mm-hmm. So I'm very lucky that I didn't um, have to face so that. So my recovery say? was very quickly. I'm on sure. endocrine therapy, which in itself is pretty, can have 
a lot of side effects, but I think because of my fitness, again, because of my fitness, my running, my side effects have been You're minimal. not feeling much, really. Yeah. What, what are the side effects? Well, you can have all kinds of joint, you can have joint pain, um, you can, you have, you have hot flushes, mood swings, depression, you know, long-term effects, you mm. have, um, bone aching, all that kind of, you know, sort of things. And then long-term, it can actually even affect your, your cardio, you know, your cardiac function. So I think, um, yeah, I've been extremely lucky and because of my running, I, I've only have the hot flushes to deal with. And otherwise I've been absolutely fine. Wow. Yeah. That's incredible. So you, you put that down to your fitness. No, definitely. Yeah. So you say you that. No, there's actual fit- research that says that for, uh, cancer, for, for, to, for recurrence, that if you exercise and it doesn't have to be, Intense exercise. It doesn't have to be running comrades marathon or, but just 40 minutes of brisk walking. Uh, what, every single day? Uh, no, four times a week, four 40 times? minutes brisk walking. You know, obviously healthy diet and maintaining a good body max index or not having, you know, a lot of extra weight mm-hmm. can reduce your recurrence of breast cancer up by 20%. Gee, that's incredible. Yeah, incredible. So, so what would you say you've, I mean, you, you talk about patient navigation. Mm-hmm. I know that you've become a motivational speaker. Yeah. So within this traumatic period that you've gone through, there seem to be so many other areas of your life that have opened up for you. What would you say has impacted you the most? You know, I think for me, the whole shock of, of, of having the cancer, but, you know, in my talks, I actually say it was almost like a gift. It's, it's sort of taken me out of my comfort zone. And I, I just thought that with my, sh- my, my own story, you know, being through, going through the cancer journey, having my exercise background, you know, I coach athletics as well. So, uh, you know, I know a lot about physiology and coaching. And mm-hmm. I just thought that sharing my story and being able to educate, motivate, inspire others, um, you know, that, that, that I could make a difference. Mm-hmm. And that's how I got into the motivational speaking. And then the patient navigation sort of came along sort of quite by chance. You know, I heard about it through the Breast Health Foundation and Prof. Ben's organization, and they offered an online training course. And um, I did the online training course, and I absolutely loved it. And then I went on to do some uh, American certification in patient navigation. So I can explain. I don't think many people, it's, it's quite a, a new word, uh, although I think, you know, Prof. Ben's Breast Health Foundation have been navigating patients for quite a while. But it's actually navigating the patients through the cancer journey. So it's supporting patients from diagnosis through the whole journey, diagnosis, your treatments, your, and then preparing them for all what's going to happen in the treatments. You know, it's so overwhelming psychologically, physically. Mm, mm. And as navigators, we then guide them through the journey, prepare them for what's about to happen. Wow. If they're having radiation, if they're having chemotherapy. And then, of course, the mental, you know, aspect is to try and, and of course, I just feel that if they know what's going to happen, it also helps them mentally accept what they're going to happen. Yeah, the mind plays a huge yeah, role. exactly. And then even into survivorship, because, you know, as a cancer warrior, there's always at the back of your mind, you have to continue monitoring yourself, being aware. You know, I, I've got to take this tamoxifen uh, cancer treatment, endocrine treatment for, for 10 years, and you have to take it every day. Otherwise, you know, chances of it coming back, you know, are mm-hmm. more. And, you know, just... 
you know, the, I work with Prof Ben. I'm actually training at the Helen Joseph Hospital um, and at her unit there. And, you know, we see very, very sad cases there. You know, it's a, the state hospital, so you have patients coming in from very far. They have barriers, and that's another part of the navigation is to get them through the barriers and guide them. You know, they have trans to get to hospitals, transport problems, financial problems, language and cultural problems and the unit at, at Helen Joseph then helps them prepare through that and again set them up for the journey, counsel them mentally to prepare them, set up their chemotherapy radiation appointments because that all you know has to happen and of course in the state system it takes a lot longer. Mm. So these patients are... Sure, I, I, I want to hear more about the patient navigation um, let's take a break Nicole um, stay with us, we're going to be right back IFM 101.9 megahertz of life. Thank you so much for staying with us. This is the DL Link Show where we connect you through insights, information and illumination. We're talking mind and body. We're looking at the holistic approach when we have been diagnosed with a terminal illness and how do we deal um, with cancer? How do we deal moving forward um, if we're in remission? And so I have incredible people in the studio. Our first guest is Nicole Fuller. She's a breast, breast cancer warrior. She's a former triple springbok athlete with colors for road, track and cross country and really cancer turned her life around and I would say in such a positive way because it's changed her whole trajectory um, and now she's dedicating huge parts of her time and her life to helping other case, uh, uh, cancer warriors. And so Nicole, just before the break we were talking about this patient navigation which is incredible because we were just saying off air that being given that diagnosis, everyone talks about the shock and the horror and how everything stops um, you can kind of see the doctor's mouth moving but you can't really hear what the doctor is saying and how overwhelming it is with all of this information not knowing where to turn as you said going on to google and being bombarded with some helpful but some shocking um information and there that's another aspect of navigation is to make sure your patients you know have good resources Mm. Uh, in navigation they call it evidence-based research so you can you know give them websites that have all the proper and correct information and guide them, you know, to to utilize the information, sure, sure. which you know helps. Look, you know, it's also, I think every patient also, you know, reacts differently to to you know the, the diagnosis, and some people are very positive and want to know a lot. I, I was very much like that. Mm. They call it self advocating, where I wanted to know as much as possible. And I was prepared to, you know, to, to manage my own, you know, to, to make sure that I did what I had to do. But some people freak out totally and, and they actually need someone literally to hold their hand and point them in the right direction. And, you know, a, a lot of people, you know, then they can be really, they can be, have a really bad diagnosis. It can be, you know, metastatic and terminal and they freak out and they refuse all treatment mm. and you know it's very difficult for families and that's another point with navigation is that we guide the families too and you know by educating the family with the patient that the family can give them more support and they've got evidence based you know research to to support their their patient and not just hearsay because that's another thing you know people freak out you know you you know we see with so many of the patients from Helen Joseph coming from the rural areas you know they they they're so terrified so they'll find a lump and they're too scared to tell anybody mm. and they leave and they leave it and mm. a year later it's 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 spread yeah. and it's late and yeah. you know or they'll go and see the sangoma who will, you know 
give them advice that's not very accurate. You know, so another good thing is that the Prof Ben and the the um, well, it's been introduced. It's called the Breast Health Policy, and it's to try and with for for patients from rural areas to have timelessly and effective treatment and be you know educated at the clinical levels and then if something is found having clinical breast exams and because of the whole fractured healthcare system you know the funding is limited mm. so it's to to have community workers that can do clinical breast exams and if they find something right. then the patients get referred to a regional hospital where they have further testing and then if it's if it's severe and, and after biopsy if it's diagnosed then they get referred on to a specialist breast unit like Helen Joseph where they can be put into treatment. And is this uh, what what Professor Carol Ben yes, is uh, spearheading? Yeah. She's amazing. She's yes, absolutely amazing. amazing. So let me ask you this. Do you call yourself a navigator then? Well, I'm busy it's training. It's, it's, you know, it's, it's I, I've done, navigation. Yes. So are you a navigator? And if so, I'm not are you a group of people? Yes, How do people get hold of you? Well, are at you the moment... Patient navigators, because patient nav- you get nurse navigators who are more advanced clinically because they come from, from you know uh, the medical background. Right. So patient navigators are a lot of us are breast cancer survivors ourselves. So the ladies that Carol Prof Ben has at Helen Joseph are all breast cancer survivors who've been trained in counselling, right. and you know in the whole system, and they. You know, so they, they're the ones who counsel their patient navigation is very, very, very new. Um, and there's not, there's not a lot of patient navigators yet. I'm one of the first ones with Prof Ben. So I'm actually going to okay. write an exam in, in, in America. And then I will have a certification and then hopefully I'll be able to, to kick off and, and start. But it is very new. And also for all patients, not just breast cancer, you're talking about exactly. patient navigation. You know, we have nurse navigators at, uh, um, at, in the NetCare group who, one of them specializes in breast cancer with Prof Ben, but she's a nurse navigator. So she deals with, and then we have, um, a NetCare group. They have, I think there's about five of them now, but they do all the cancers, so mm. they go around. You know? I think so yeah. important and so needed. And exactly. so this is really, it's the infancy stage in terms of South Africa, yeah, having exactly. patient navigators. Yeah, it's very big in the state. Okay, and, so it's having yeah. someone to hold your hand yes. along the way. Right. Yeah. And you almost are like a counselor, and you deal with a whole lot of patients, and you take them through. Um, yeah, you know, in America, they they because of the, your you know, as a patient navigator, you not really supposed to counsel. But Prof. Ben has a theory that, uh, no, as breast cancer survivors, that you have been you through have that it. journey. Yeah, and we know yeah. exactly. Mm. And, I mean, she's been amazing. I, you know, she even allows me to counsel some of her private patients that she feels I could help, mm. you know, people that come from a sporting background right. or just need help. And these ladies are just so appreciative because I can explain to them exactly what is going to happen now mm. when they're going into surgery, what they need to do, what they should take to wear, to put on afterwards, you know. I mean, just silly little so things valuable. like that make such a difference. It's so valuable. And I mean, they're so appreciative and they actually, and it, it is so needed. But, you know, of course, the whole thing comes down to bringing in a whole new system and bringing, you know, financial, getting financial support mm. to. So it's, it's a, it's a big job to do, but, um, I'm very happy to be. 
Another pilot. And I, and I think, wow, it. Nicole, because you really are. And I think it's going to grow. And I think yeah, it's going to be huge. And I think it's going to be offered in the uh, both the pi- the private and the public exactly. sector. Yeah. And I think it's phenomenal. Yeah. I absolutely do. I'm sure there's so many people right now who wish that they had a patient yeah, navigator exactly. just to walk um, this journey with them. Gee, incredible. Stay where you are. Because, you know, Gabby is, as I introduced him earlier, the big macha um, at the DL link. And why do I say, you know, when I first started doing the show, I remember a cancer warrior coming onto the show and she had been diagnosed and uh, she didn't want anyone to know. She didn't want anyone in her business. She didn't want anything. And she explained how someone knocked on the door and she said, who's there? And he said, Gabby. And I want to talk to you about your cancer and we're here. And she said, well, I'm not interested. And he persevered and he persevered and he really shifted everything for her because from having such a, a an insular experience, he connected her with so many other people and everybody shares a similar story. So we are so delighted <clears throat> to have um, Gabby in the studio with us. Um, Gabby Joseph has been, he started off as a personal trainer um, and then he started doing one or two things with the deal link and now he works there full time and he literally touches people's lives so he um uh he's a, the patient liaison uh, officer the D, at the DL link but also he's just got an incredible um uh, accreditation as well in terms of exercise and cancer so gabs welcome Thanks, Nikki. It's yeah, so nice it. to have you on the show. Nice, nice to be back. Shalom, shalom. Shalom, mashalom. Ah, besed. That's yeah. all I know. Let's not go any yeah, okay. further. <laughs> before I make a fool of myself before, as and well. And before you make yeah, a fool yeah. of me. No, thank you. And hello to all the listeners. Thanks oh, for tuning in again. Now. And hello to the guests. Thanks for coming mm. on the show. Amazing to have two incredible women here. It is. So, isn't thank it you. just? Yes. Yeah, what a story. And amazing this, this, hey, the patient know, navigation. Uh, I mean, I'm can you see that at yeah, the, can you, cause that's kind of what you do. It's really, it's, it's amazing. So it's what well you done, doing yeah. at the DL link. Yeah, 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 for sure. Good to you. Yeah, yeah. you'll be have to link up. Absolutely, you see, this is yeah, a very yeah, good introduction. Yeah, for sure. So Gabs, let's talk about this. You know, being a, a personal trainer, being approached by, um, Michelle Goodman, um, because when you're approached by Michelle, you can't say no. Yeah, yeah. No just never you enters. Try, you try. Well, sometimes. she doesn't Well, you think it. about it. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you think about saying no, but you can't. No, and, you can't. and so you started yeah. helping out a little bit. How yeah. did you start off? You mean at the DLA? Yeah. Okay, you know, so, so it goes, I was visiting my mom one day and she was making these meals and I said to her, what are you doing? And she said, no, I'm making meals. And I said, for who? And she said, the dear link. And I said, what is that? And she explained. I said, no, I want to, you know, I've been very blessed to have my own personal training business for the last 30 odd years. And I had a bit of time and stuff. And so I said, no, that's what I want to do. I want to give back and help and, you know, and someone has to do it. So it might as well be me. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so I started off slowly and helping people and doing this and then, you know, getting more involved and delivering some meals. And then when Sharon, who started this with Michelle and Jackie, went to live in Canada, um, she had, uh, uh, you know, she left a, a huge void and Michelle said, do you want to try and fill that void a little bit? So I said, I'll try a little bit. <laughs> and that's how it started. And I've been uh, blessed ever since. It's what an amazing journey. It's been absolutely amazing journey, humbling. And I meet the most incredible, courageous, strong people. And it gives me the strength to, to carry on, you know, mm. and it's, yeah. So, it's, so it's, it gives you the strength to carry yeah. on, but let's such talk a, about such a, such a, can be such a overwhelmed, like we said, overwhelming, yeah. debilitating, completely out of control disease, you know, but it's can be so humbling at the same time as well. And that's how you, 
You know, you have to. For me, I'm. I thank God I can go and visit people and see people, and I can go home. Yeah. You know, how humbling is that? You know. But Gabs, you've say, you've so. you you have these very close relationships that you build. Um, with the cancer warriors, and yeah. some of them don't make it. Yeah. And you've had to say Same. goodbye to many yeah, of them. And yeah. how do you, you know, still remain positive and to. still go you and do to. what you do? But where do you, where's I'm, the healthy? Because you're not removed. You're not removed. You are so warm and so engaging. So how do you find the balance between being that and, and, and staying that way? Yes. Yeah, so, well, I, I mean, it's, it is tough. Look, thank God, I've got a, I've got a different, besides a dear link, uh, I do my personal training as well, so I've got a different type of job. So then I switch off during that, and okay. I have my clients that I've been involved with a long time, and we tag it. And we, you know, we, and they, they all know what I do, and they, all, all of them are involved in any case, you know, a lot of my, my clients I've been with a long time, and they're all my friends, so they're all involved with a deer link as well. And so, mm-hmm. you know, you bounce off ideas and stuff like this, but, but like I said, I'd use it as a strength to say that I can then go back home and, 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 you know, reset my life and then help them the next day and help the next day and help the next day. So that's how you have to stay positive and saying that I have the ability to help. So, you know, it's, you, you have to do it. Mm. So that's how you, you know, it humbles Incredible. me in that way. Yeah, Incredible. So I'm very blessed. So mm. yeah, thank you. And, and everyone else is blessed to have you in yeah, their lives. Yeah. So Cubs, you've just recently achieved the advanced certification in cancer exercise. Um, from the Cancer Exercise Training Institute based in America. So let's talk about that because from word go, as I said when I first met you, I know that you were helping people with exercise, with rehabilitation. So you've expanded that and and in terms of helping cancer patients. Yeah, so, well, first of all, I have to say, First and foremost, thanks to the Dear Link for enabling me to do this course okay. and having the faith in me to do it and allowing me to do it. So thanks to Michelle and the board from the outset because it's really, it's this, you know, in terms of personal training and stuff, you, you know, cancer is a completely different discipline, even mm. a completely different disease on its mm. own, you know, mm. and there's so many different types of cancers and there's so many different things that happen with cancer and mm. so many different aspects of cancer and like the, you know, the facilitators that I have. So really in terms of being the, the, the exercise specialist, you just want to try and be a, another cog in that continuum of that person, of that warrior's rehabilitation and getting stronger and, you know, helping them to, to really, you know, take their life back in some way because cancer can be so debilitating, so overwhelming. Exercise and doing something for yourself and something healthy and something that makes you feel good. It's like, Taking ownership back of mm, your life, you know, mm. and that's helping you to recover and be stronger when you take back that, that ownership, you know. Sometimes you can't do anything about your situation, so you might as well just own it. So that's you so know? interesting about the exercise and cancer. Okay, so I, I'm talking about flu. So the last yeah. few days I've had flu. The last thing I've wanted to do yeah. is exercise. Yeah. Then I reach the point when I can't wait to exercise yeah. because I just want to feel okay again. So when the body is fighting something and you're looking at an immune system and you um is there a time is so so what i'm asking is there a right time to exercise do you have to wait when you start exercising again do you exercise throughout your treatment yeah so how differently do you the first thing you have to do is obviously get the okay from your physician and your Mm. doctor and your oncologist first and foremost he's Uh got to give you that permission even if there's a doubt in his mind or there's something that you can't 
take them back and reassess them. You can't take that chance first and foremost, sure. you know. And then as long as the as long as the warrior is healthy to do because it's everyone's different, you mm-hmm. know. It's it could be somebody that's maybe had a mastectomy and their range of motion is limited and their strength is limited. So that's all about just stretching and strengthening and and getting going and you know there's muscle imbalances, so it's maybe creating a muscle imbalance so you mm-hmm. can get stronger. So that will allow you to function better in your life that's out there and things like that. Or or maybe it's you know you you've had a God forbid a lung taking out. Maybe stepping from here, getting up from your chair and walking to the to the next room and coming back. So right. it's all relative in terms of of where you want to do and what you want to do. That's why it's you know there's obviously guidelines to exercise and what you must do and how you must do it and things. But everyone's an individual, so everyone has to be treated as an individual and work with within first of all within their limitations and within the capabilities of what they can do. And once they can work in that. You know, they can do whatever they want to do. It's, mm. it's never limited. You know, it's, it's the strength because, because physical fitness or you want to do it is incorporates a lot of things, incorporates cardiovascular fitness, muscular strength, flexibility, core strength, you know, uh, uh, imbalance and, you know, so you've got to incorporate all of that and see what they need to do to make them stronger so they can function out there better. That's really mm. what the function of the exercise is, is to enable them to to take things back, to get stronger so out there they can function. Because they only really do an exercise an hour a day, maybe an hour and a half or whatever. The rest of the time they're out there. Yeah. So that's that's where the specialist comes in and, and allows them to to concentrate their exercises on the best way to get them stronger and better so they can function out there. You know, if it's weight management, if it's just stretching and strengthening, if it's just movement, if it's just stability, if it's just getting their confidence back, getting their, you know, getting their, their, their will to do something again, you know, to manage the pain, to, you know, and it's, it's part of that alternative complementary treatments that you get, which is so important. And there's so much really research is, that, yeah. you know, as Nicole was saying, there's, you know, research that's saying that evidence saying that it decreases your breast cancer. They say vigorous exercises decreases colon cancer and, you know, weight management decreases kidney cancer. So there's there's untold evidence of how important. Mm, and yeah, we've got the exercise. evidence of it right here, right, right in front of with your Nicole, eyes. With Nicole, absolutely. absolutely. Here absolutely. it is in, in, in form and body of, sure. of the benefits of exercise. So sure. you don't have to say anything else. You just have uh, to have to look, and that's where it is, you know. So yeah, so, so it's so important. And it's, you know, with this course, thank God, it's given me a really a, a, a basic but wide Knowledge of the basics of cancer and, and it's, you know, I'm excited to be able to go and share this knowledge with the people out there that need it because there's so many people that need it and so many people that it can really help and improve their life so much. And so that's the excitement and that's what Fabulous, we're going to do through Dear Link and, and promote it through the Dear Link and get it going through that. And you know, and it's exciting, exciting yeah. times ahead because it's, it's, it's so needed. Wonderful. So needed. I know, yeah, I know, so, I'm going to introduce our next guest, but I know that, that, that Beatrice is going to be talking about, we spoke about mind body, but I mean, what you're saying, Gabs, is you said taking the power back, but I think that there can be so many disconnects between mind and body when you've been diagnosed, when your body's sore, or when you see your body is letting you down with the cancer, and this is a reconnection, and yeah, absolutely. moving forward in yeah, that. Absolutely. So I just want to read something out, Gabs, because you know you are loved. Just in case you thought you weren't. And this is a message from Michelle and Terry and Tam and Colleen and Carmen and Linda and Rachel and the entire DL Link board. And it says to Gabs, so beloved to so many people at the DL Link. 
warriors and staff alike. We congratulate you on completing the highly specialized international postgrad course specializing in exercise in cancer. We are so proud to have you on our team. You're such an asset. Well done. And for you listening right now, if you would like to talk to Gabby about this topic, please call him. You can call the offices, the DL Link offices on 011-485-3269 or you can call Gabby directly. Directly on 082-826-9009. IFM 101.9 megahertz of life. And this is the DL Link Show where we connect you through insights, information and illumination. I'm Nikki Seberini, uh, the amazing body. Um, uh, we had uh, Nicole Fulustel in the student to, uh, studio is our cancer warrior and very, very exciting how she's giving back and uh, she's becoming a patient navigator. Very new in South Africa. But in fact, what I was just saying off air is this is really what the DL Link does, actually. It takes people on the journey. Um, and to be able to take people on that journey, I think, is incredibly powerful. Um, Gabby um, Joseph, who is, uh, he's just got this accreditation to help with cancer exercise. First, in South Africa and um, he was just chatting he hasn't gone anywhere either and I'm going to introduce our next guest but before I do just a quick reminder and not so long ago I had um, some people in the studio talking about the power of song the Joburg Jewish Women's Theatre um, the director Linda Zulberg was in the studio one of the choreographers was in the studio it is going to be the most amazing show it is an adaptation of The Sound of Music and it's happening. It starts tonight, um, 7.30 p.m. Um, and if you want to book, you can call them. You can WhatsApp only, I believe, 0814596078. Again, 0814596078. Happening tonight, the power of song. And it's for ladies only. We never hear that really. It's for ladies. I'm sorry. I don't like to be the bearer of bad news, but it's for ladies only. What can I say? It is what it is. So I have been hinting that uh, Beatrice Brom will be joining us. Um, and I love the way she said she's going to be talking about the mind of the body. I love that. Beatrice is a naturopath, a massage therapist, and an educator, director of training at the Yuri Stern Holistic Care Center for People Coping with Cancer. And that's in Israel. So Beatrice, welcome. Hi. Lovely to have you on the show. Yes, lovely to be here. Really Thank fabulous. You. So I've got to ask you, what is a naturopath? Ah, um, Just to get that out the way. Yeah, um, it's uh, one of the directions in complementary medicine. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's actually a combination of a lot of things, um, uh, nutrition and uh, some type of uh, body work. Uh, I chose massage. Other people do reflexology or uh, shiatsu. Or, right. Um, and then uh, uh, like plant medicine and uh, all kinds of other things. So it's really can, a holistic approach. It's a holistic, yes. It's a combination of things. And you actually look at the, at the person in a holistic way and uh, choose together with them uh, what they need, but so it's it's very often a combination of uh, um, of of nutrition and other things that can 
Other the modalities that you yes. that you bring in it. Yes. So so when it, when you have a healthy person coming along and 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 you consult with them, that must be a, an absolute pleasure. Yes. Um, because it's a clean slate, isn't yes. it? Yes. Um, right. When you have someone who comes along who has been diagnosed with cancer, you're having to deal. You're almost having to untangle, aren't you? Um, is this is this has this been a natural direction for you to work with with cancer patients? And if so, why? Um, well, I guess everybody who, most people who work as volunteers with cancer patients have their own, uh, their own history mm-hmm. somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, my mother passed away from a very aggressive lung cancer when she I'm was sorry. 65. Uh, it's a long time ago mm-hmm. already. Um, and, and after that, uh, many years later, uh, I uh, helped my mother-in-law in her last year. Uh, she was 92. Uh, she had had uh, breast cancer, double mastectomy, and so um, I, I know the field. Um, and then after a while I was studying naturopathy, I heard of this uh, Juri Stern Holistic Center, uh, which is an amazing place. It's, uh, it, it has similarities to the DL link, but it's different in that, that, uh, in our center, uh, first of all, the big similarity is that it's based on, uh, volunteer work, mm-hmm. but in our case, it's based on, uh, professional body, uh, therapists, uh, who give uh, two hours of their week uh, on a steady day to go either to the Charitzedic Hospital in the cancer wards or in, or in the, uh, in the clinics where the people get the chemotherapy, uh, or in the clinic of the Jurisdiction Center, which is in town. And, uh, they give two hours of, uh, of therapy to, to several, uh, people, mostly Two or three or four, it depends in the hospital. The treatments right. are shorter in the clinic. It's uh, a 40 minute uh, treatment that you get. Uh, in the hospital, it's for free. In the clinic, it's a minimal fee. So that's why uh, with uh, volunteers, you can really reach a, a wide population of people who, uh, who can uh, benefit from a body therapy, but who can not always uh, uh, pay for it. Sure. So, so when you talk about uh, a physical therapist, so what kind of therapist? Massage, reflexology? Right. Massage, reflexology, uh, craniosacral therapy, mm-hmm. uh, shiatsu, right. uh, uh, all those different uh, body-centered uh, therapies, uh, reiki, energy work, healing, you know, there's all those um, m- more practical or more vague things and uh, that's what we do now. Um, like a massage therapist uh, is trained to to get to the to the muscles and to untangle the knots mm-hmm. and to work deeply. Um, but the, we have learned in the in the twelve years of uh, the existence of our center that people who are dealing with disease or who are even if they are. Uh, a year or, or even two years, I would say, is like it depends how they cope with it. But people who still have in their bodies the memory of the disease, mm. um, they need a very gentle approach. Um, 
And so we train the therapists. Nobody touches a, a patient before they've gone through our training, um, which is a 30-hour training. We do it over four days, uh, very seriously giving theory, giving background, and also giving practical uh, workshops of how do you approach uh, a person dealing with cancer or mm. their family members. Mm. We also give treatments to the family members who also have all the attention of having to deal with uh, the family situation. Sure, it sounds so interesting because um, it was a question I was going to ask you with these practitioners who are volunteering their time that they would need specialized training if they're going in and they're working with, with cancer warriors. But let, let's just take a break. I've got so many questions for you, Beatrice. Um, and uh, yeah, please stay with us. Does your newborn baby cry for hours on end? Is your newborn baby's stomach swollen and hard? Does your newborn baby draw his or her knees to their chest and clench his or her fists? Your baby might be suffering from colic. Speak to your pharmacist about the Bennett solution to infant colic. For more information about colic and the symptoms, go to www.colic.co.za or email us at info at colic.co.za. Hi FM, your station of choice since 2008. Welcome back. This is the DL Link Show where we connect you through insights information and illumination. Just a reminder, I'm giving away some tickets to my mindfulness workshop happening on Saturday, the 22nd of June from 9 till 1. So keep listening and uh, I'll announce when you can SMS me and I'll be giving, as I said, two tickets to DL Link um, Warriors and then two um, tickets to listeners. So Beatrice, so interesting um, what you do and um, you were here on Wednesday, Gabby was just saying off air, and you had like a mini little workshop, 15 or 16 16 people were there. That's right. Fantastic. Tell me what you were doing. Okay, this was a a group of um, people who were interested, who got an announcement and were interested. So there were a very diverse group of uh, warriors and also volunteers and uh, uh, also a few more professional people. There was a a reflexologist and there was a nurse and okay. so it was a very diverse sure. group um, so I gave them some background of uh, the work that we do in Jerusalem and uh, we did a little uh, tasting of how it feels to uh, to first of all to ground yourself and concentrate on yourself and to um, to be stable and then to put your hands on the shoulders of another person uh, with the goal of uh, passing on some of your positive energy and stability and uh, love and support. wonderful thing to do. Wonderful. Mm-hmm. So important for all mm-hmm. of us. Right? So important. I love that, Beatrice. And did people just respond so positively to that? Yes, I think they liked sure. it very much. Hey, Gabs, they loved mm-hmm. it. They loved mm-hmm. it. Gabby's going, yeah. yes, yes, yes. They loved, they loved. So there are two questions I want to ask you. The first question is, so you're talking about a, quite a gentle approach when dealing yes. with cancer patients. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and here we, we've got Nicole, who is an athlete. Um, and soon after her up, she was, she was training, you know, mm-hmm. and we've got Gabby, who's also talking about exercise and rigorous exercise. And then when I introduced you, you, you said the mind of the body. So let's go to that. 
that wisdom and let's look at having the gentle with the fast and the hard and the and and maybe the balance yes um i think we very much uh, complement each other right um of of course we also encourage people to to get out there get up move um listening to their bodies and uh see what they can do but but keep on listening to the body and but i think that that step of listening to the body um people who go through uh, a serious disease and who go to all these very harsh treatments um lose contact with their body they yeah. very often they can uh, f- feel that maybe the body belongs to the doctors it's like they can dissociate a bit from their body they can say oh, okay there's that thing that that i used to call body but it's not mine it's not what i know i used mm-hmm. to be able to rely on my body i was mm-hmm. strong i was healthy and now all of a sudden it's something different mm-hmm. and i don't know this body mm-hmm. i don't know it because it doesn't work the way i was used to it uh, used to it working sure. or um people are angry at their bodies disappointed and and that's where we see them and what what we try to do is to first of all to to start giving some kind of a positive feeling um to if you if you start giving a positive pleasant uh feeling to the body then it can start to relax i mean you are st- talking about mindfulness we also give mindfulness courses in our center wonderful um and so y- the the thing is to be able to to relax a person who's gone through all these things of this horrible announcement and all these treatments the it it gets to the body somewhere it the body tenses up and so as a massage therapist i can feel all these hard muscles and then they say to me uh, go for it uh, uh, i really want you to go hard deep and get into it and but i don't do that because i always say uh, i don't want to fight the muscles if you start fighting a muscle then it'll fight back it'll only get mm-hmm. tougher and harder so the first very gentle holding and and very slow movements mm-hmm. and very calming touch is what starts to bring people back into their bodies more or less is mm-hmm. to have them feel okay so maybe i can trust my body maybe i can let some feeling back in and maybe i can start to move a bit freer and th- this kind of thing mm-hmm. and so it's actually um together with the exercise because also if you let have a person start walking and i'm sure that both gabby and nicole uh, will see people very stiff and afraid and scared and and so if they advise them to walk more uh, in a more fluent way then then also they they come back in contact with their own body mm. and so we 
that is, you do, you do. I love that. I love the idea of the gentle touch first. I love Mm -hmm. the reminder that this is my body. Hello, how are Mm -hmm. you? I, I, let's become reacquainted. Let me trust you again. So important the connection between the mind and the body. Become one. I love that. I absolutely love it. We're going to have to say goodbye. And I've just so loved enjoying having you all in the studio. Very quickly, Nicole, very, very quickly. Disconnect between your mind and body. Did you go through a stage of thinking, you've let me down? Uh, not really. And you know, I think um, my running's taught me to fight okay. and to have that discipline mm-hmm. and that commitment. And You're you on know, the same it, team, in other words. Exactly. It, yeah. it's, you know, it's, it's quite hard to explain. I think you know, for me, you know, running's almost like a... Um, it's such a part of my life. It was, and it's always been so beneficial. And uh, it's almost uh, like I had to do it. And I mean, for me, mindfulness comes from my run. Mm, you know, I've just sure. actually done a blog called Soulful Purpose. And I mean, for me to be running in the morning and seeing the sunrise. It's is amazing. It's amazing. Amazing. Yeah. I love it. It's all, it's all, yeah. all connected. Guys, thank you so much. Mind, body, and soul. Mind, it? body, Mind, and body soul. Mind, body, and soul becomes one. Yeah. Absolutely. Gabby, yeah. Beatrice, Nicole, thank you for joining us. So inspiring, the connection between the mind and the body, the beautiful mind, the beautiful body, whatever comes our way, whatever challenge, whatever we have to face. This wonderful connection. Thank you all for joining us. It's been wonderful. Thank you for tuning in. Listen, if you want to come along to my mindfulness workshop, 22nd of Saturday, the 22nd, quickly SMS me 34519. Just put your name and write mindfulness. The first four people are going to be coming along. Mindfulness, SMS me 34519. Thank you so much for tuning in. Hope you enjoyed the show for me, Nikki Sebrini. Until next week, take care. Goodbye.